high um, organization life can actually put you in some quite difficult situations that actually require you to have quite difficult conversations. So some examples are there's another manager uh, in another team and he's just not consulting you on decisions that actually impact you and your people. Um, or it could be that you don't actually agree with the strategic direction for your area. A direct report's not showing enough initiative and asking you to make all the decisions or you've got a popular decision to make and you know that people won't like it, or even your own managers just getting too involved in your work. So these often require what we would call transformative conversations. And these really are the lifeblood of a really healthy, functioning, effective organization. So the effectiveness of your organization is hugely influenced by the quality of conversations and relationships. Um, And these are some of your organization's most difficult yet important conversations that you have to have. These are high stakes conversations where we need to have the courage uh, to have honest and frank conversations and dialogue that really get to the heart of the matter. Above all, when you have these conversations, these transform the quality of your relationships. Yep, there's some really solid business outcomes from having a team that are skilled at having transformative conversations. So if people are having effective conversations with the right people at the right time, then this means potential issues are surfaced and dealt with sooner. And that means you don't end up with a backlog of undiscussed issues undermining the work you're trying to do in the moment. It also leads to improved effectiveness and speed of delivery as we're set up to work through issues quickly and proactive with with the right colleagues. And organisations that get transformation transformative conversations right also experience greater transparency and sharing between individuals and therefore benefit from better solutions being developed as they're able to harness the collective intelligence and insights of the whole team through these transformative conversations and last but not least organizations having brilliant transformative conversations also see reduced stress levels and improved well-being because you know they're working through issues and they also report that their leaders are spending much less time refereeing and resolving conflicts between teams and team members. Brilliant. So we've been coaching and supporting and training uh, leaders, leadership teams and teams um, on these types of transformative conversations. And what we've done basically for you is is to take the best in research and also best practice and really boil this down to its most basic components. So to keep these front of mind when you're having them and it really increases and enhances the chance of having a successful outcome when you do when you have these type of conversations. So we're just going to give you a very simple equation. And then in the following rest of this video, we're just going to actually just um, expand on each one of these points. So the, the equation is transformative conversations equal intent plus track record plus tools plus forward thinking Danny just want to just open up the first point intent yeah so intent so that that's the first part of our transformative conversation equation and this is really key to building the right organizational mindset um, in relation to transformative conversations we want to cultivate a mindset amongst our people where they see the value of entering into potentially difficult and challenging discussions and where they feel safe and equipped to have those conversations So when there's an issue that needs to be tackled or a decision that needs to be made, the first part of our equation encourages people to unpack the intent behind the conversation they're planning to have. So first up, we ask people to establish a clear goal for the conversation. So what outcome are you hoping to achieve? Is it it that there's a decision that needs to be made or a message that needs to be communicated or some feedback that needs to be shared? We actually find it really helpful to distinguish between a conversation that is a that is about something that is hard to decide. So that might be a complex issue or strategic choice or an ethical dilemma and a conversation that's about something that's hard to swallow. So that's when we know we've got something the other person might not find very palatable. So we've got some feedback on their performance or a decision that's already made, been made that we just need to communicate. 
So even when it's a hard to swallow type conversation, it's really useful to explore ahead of time whether the outcome of the conversation is fixed or if it's more emergent. And that frames the intent with which we go into that conversation. Are we seeking to gain new knowledge and perspectives with a view to potentially changing our thinking if we learn something new or different? Or are we 100 percent sure of the facts and can you know already know the outcome of that conversation? We're going into it just to kind of get across a point or, or a decision. So the second thing to think about in terms of intent is the bigger picture. So beyond that initial, that kind of transformative conversation or difficult conversation you need to have, what relationship do you need to have with that person after that conversation's over? That can really heavily influence the way you enter into the conversation and the approach you take. And lastly, in terms of intent, we encourage people to get under, under the surface of um, their intent. So are there unspoken or unacknowledged goals in relation to the conversation that you're going to have? You know, we might enter a transformative conversation with really the intent just to get through it and keep the peace. We don't really kind of lean into the, the difficult discussion that needs to be had. Or we might have an intent to win or punish the other person. And that's particularly relevant if there's kind of history between you and that other person that's, uh, that's been unaddressed in the past. And the second element of our transformative conversation equation is track record. So any conversation, but especially transformative conversations, are really heavily influenced by our track record in our organisations. So how we decide to approach transformative conversations will be shaped by the way previous conversations have gone for us. So if we perceive them to have been successful, we're more likely to employ similar approaches and techniques. If we think they've gone badly, then we may approach them with trepidation or you know, avoid them altogether. Um, and equally, our track record affects how others perceive us and how they show up in conversations with us. So if we've got a track record of avoiding conversations, um, that can affect things. We might have a track record of being really aggressive in challenging situations or a track record of not listening to others' perspectives. Whatever our track record is, we leave an emotional wake behind us and people kind of take that with them into, the, into future conversations with us. So key to tackling this is really developing our self-awareness about how we come across, how we're perceived by others and how our, really understand how our emotions are shaping the conversation experience for both ourselves and others. So it's helpful to reflect on previous transformation conversations we've had how did they go? What did we learn? How did we show up? You know, what were the results? And often our colleagues, if we give them the chance and a psychologically safe environment, will share their views on how we show up and handle transformation, transformative conversations. And that can be really valuable insights. And once we've got that intelligence and we're more aware, we can take steps to adjust our approach and try out new ways of engaging with other people. The third element of our equation is tools. So what we're doing in this very short video is actually boiling down six hours worth of training. So we're just going to take a very quick look at it. So there's basically five steps to applying it. And that is number one is setting the scene. Two is making the conversation safe. Three is building shared understanding between you. Four is staying with it when it starts getting the conversation starts getting difficult. And at the end of it, well, now what? So we've had this conversation. What happens next? So to actually apply these tools, you need three mindset so the first one is to have a mindset about self-awareness so to really understand um, your emotional impact the second part is to be descriptive to be able to articulate you know your part of the story and the third thing is to be curious and to really want to understand the other person's perspective and really build that shared understanding so the first one set the scene so Danny's talked about some of those elements in intent uh, but if we had to sort of say there's one thing um, it's time and turf so making sure that you actually allocate sufficient time to do this and that it's not just sort of shoehorned between two other things on the agenda, that you actually take the time to really unpack it and to go into it in depth and show the other person that you really respect them, that this is important. The second thing is the where you have it, the turf. 
you know, making sure that it's in an appropriate place, that it's if it's one to one to make sure that you're not disturbed and to make sure that that person can really see that you're present. You're not just ringing, doing a ring round with the whole team at the end of the day um, and then you're having a quick conversation like this. So the second bit is to make it safe. Um, and that's really important. So that's to actually, you know, what Danny was talking about is to actually be really self-aware. Um, so understanding your emotional response, um, understanding what actions that drives, and also what happens in a conversation when you anticipate that it'll go in a certain direction when you give them their feedback or the news that you want to share with them, and they don't respond in the way you're expecting. So what happens then? Um, the other thing about making it safe uh, is that's one of the biggest predictors about whether the, the conversation will actually go well or not. The first 30 seconds in the research of a, of a difficult or transformative conversation are the biggest predictor of how it will actually turn out. The next one we look at is to build shared understanding, and, and this really is critical. So this is how we're actually starting to build a pool of shared understanding between us. So the first thing to do is actually to share our story, uh, to separate out opinion from fact, and to offer our story lightly and not the, the gospel truth, awaiting what they're going to fill in. And um, remembering that we are prone to something called fundamental attribution error. And what that means, basically, is we often attribute um, behavior in others to the wrong thing. Um, sometimes we'll attribute someone's behavior to them being lazy or maybe they're even being evil, um, our nemesis. Uh, but often it's a lot more complicated than that. So the way in which we combat this with our stories is to demonstrate something called skillful transparency. Um, skillful transparency is it's not about sharing everything about, you know, that's too much information, too many of your deep set feelings. It's about just sharing your experience with them. Um, and by sharing your experience of them, they can actually understand how they're impacting on you and then can give their side of the story. So when they do actually share their story and you invite them, you're actually starting to find out what it is. And, and often what you find is it, it could be you know, a number of reasons why someone maybe isn't doing something. So maybe it's that they just don't have the tools and resources to do something. Maybe they've actually got mismatched expectations. Maybe they've been asked, another team has asked them to do something or their, their success is being measured against some other uh, criteria. Um, it may well be that they don't have the training or competency to do it. So there's a training issue, or maybe they just don't know what is expected of them. And actually your delegation has a part to play in this too. You know, so always be asking yourself the question, what, if anything, am I pretending not to notice about my role in this problem? And it's really important to hang on to that. The next element is stay with it. And that's basically using a whole range of skills to stay with the conversation when it starts to get difficult. That means things like paraphrasing what they've just said, um, agreeing on what you both agree on before you start to identify differences, um, really, you know, uh, acknowledging their emotions and the, actually validating how they're feeling about it. And these can go a long way for someone to actually um, not feel so defensive about the conversation that you're having. Um, the final bit is now what? So you have your conversation. None of these conversations matter if you don't take action. So it's the importance of actually documenting what you've agreed between you, drawing up actions, the who, what, why and how, and agreeing about how you're actually going to follow up on this as well. The fourth element is forward thinking. So we always say when it comes to transformative conversations that prevention is better than cure. So this is about constantly scanning and exploring the uh, external environment to mind for potential conflict 
to continue to invest in your relationships. There'll be times when relationships with others, managers, other teams will be go, will be fluctuating. So if they're on the downward path and you feel that that might be the point of conflict or tension, to really spend time proactively investing in those relationships. And also, as soon as you start to see the storm clouds of something, really leaning into it and really sharing your experience of what's happening. And that will reduce the emotional and high stakes of a lot of these conversations as well. Brilliant. Thanks, Garen. So that's the four elements of our um, transformative conversation equation so intent plus track record plus tools plus forward thinking